at this time, my children will come on down. Hello. How are we? Good. Well, today is a special day for some special people. All the folks around this part of Ohio are celebrating this day as, well, I'll let the people tell you. What day is this? Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, it's a special day that two teams who really worked hard all through the season have made it to the championship game. And so um, usually there are some of us who cheer for different teams, but today I think I'll be a Cincinnati fan just for one day, okay? I'll go back to the Bears and the rest of the NFC after today, but I'll cheer for Cincinnati today, okay? We are going to do a sermon in a few minutes with the adults, and the name of that sermon is Like a Tree. Now, why would we want to be like trees? What, what do you like about a tree? Or do you like trees? You like trees that have apples. It's in the scripture today that a tree that's healthy will bear fruit. So Peyton's been checking out the scripture today. Um, are trees little or big? They're big. Now there are some that are little. But in the scripture, they're talking about big trees. And so they say, like a tree planted by water. What, what will water do for your tree? See, trees can't go to McDonald's or Burger King and get something to eat. So they are fed by the water and what's in the water. Uh, they're fed by the sunlight and the... Uh, and, and they, they grow because they drink from the water. You, you can't always see them drinking from the water because their roots reach down to the water, okay? And if they do a good enough job of reaching down to the water, they become stronger. That's why scripture says we want to be like trees because we want to be stronger. We want to be well-fed, and if you are a Christian, being well-fed means reading your scripture and praying to your God. We want to be fed so that we can be strong because sometimes things go wrong or challenge us, and if you're strong enough, you can make it through, okay? Um, 
did you ever have any problem that challenged you? But you were strong enough to make it through, right? You were like a tree. Are you like a tree? Okay. And if you look around, we got a place full of trees. We're like trees planted by the water, and we're, we're strong enough that even when we have problems, we'll be all right in the end. So let's pray about that. God, we thank you for planting us in the right place and in the right way. Help us to grow. Help us to be strong and to endure tough times. Bless us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Now may the light of Christ go with you. Our scripture this morning is taken from the Old Testament book from the prophet Jeremiah, chapter 17, verses 5 through 10. Thus says the Lord, Cursed are those who trust in mere mortals and make mere flesh their strength, whose hearts turn away from the Lord. They shall be like a shrub in the desert, and shall not see when relief comes. They shall live in the parched places of the wilderness, in an uninhabited salt land. Blessed are those who trust in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. They shall be like a tree planted by water, sending out its roots by the stream. It shall not fear when the heat comes, and its leaves shall stay green. In the year of drought, It is not anxious, and it does not cease to bear fruit. The heart is devious above all else. It is perverse. Who can understand it? I, the Lord, test the mind and search the heart to give to all according to their ways, according to the fruit of their doings. Good morning. I've got a little bit of pain in my hip and a little bit of twitch in my back, and and I need some strength that I can draw from you people, which will require you to perk up and have some energy and give me some big smiles, because I need that to power me to go through the rest of the day. Can you give me some smiles? All right. Some things are diesel-operated, and some are gas-operated, and some are electrical. I'm smile-driven. The chapter we're reading from, chapter 17 of Jeremiah, began with Jeremiah doing a lot of moaning and complaining to God. We didn't read the moaning and complaining because we know moaning and complaining by heart. We don't have to read about all of that. Jeremiah is complaining to God about all that's going wrong in his life and in the life of Judah. God's having none of that. 
And so in verse 2, God points out to Jeremiah, while your children still remember, they've deserted me. They remember the good times. They remember the blessings. While your children still remember the altars and the sacred poles, every tree was green and we had high hills. <clears throat> they remember my blessings and still walk away from me. So God's not interested on this occasion in Jeremiah's complaints. He says in verse 4, by your own act, you shall lose the heritage that I gave you. That is to say, I have blessed you, Israel, but the way you're acting, I think I'm going to take it back. You have caused this curse to come upon you. Your curse is self-inflicted. That's what leads us into the reading that we've been reading. Curses, it says, cursed are those who trust in mere mortals and make mere flesh their strength, whose hearts turn away from the Lord. This is one side of the coin. Those who are trusting in the wrong sources are cursed. But it's not God that cursed them. God gave you the right answer and you chose the wrong answer. You're cursed, but don't blame God for that. God gave you the power. God gave you the blessing. God gave you the resources, but you chose to believe in bitcoins or you chose to believe in horoscopes or you chose to believe in your stockbroker. You, you chose your brother-in-law to trust. You chose every source but the one that works. And so you're cursed. But in this case, it's not God who is cursing you. Those who are trusting in the wrong sources shall be like a shrub in the desert. It's bad enough being a shrub in the good land. Well, a shrub in the desert, that's what you're going to be like. You're just be whittling away. Those who are trusting in the wrong source will not see relief even when relief comes. I think we know some folks like that. Some folks who've been warned how to get well, some folks who've been warned how to get their money right, they've been warned how to get their spiritual life right. There are people that you know and I know who have been warned how to get it right but chose to do it the wrong way. It says they shall live in parched places in the wilderness and then a really tough one it says in an uninhabited salt land. They shall live, that is, they will habituate in an uninhabited place. That's not really the case. They're living in a difficult way because the place that they are being placed in is really 
uninhabitable. So you're living where people can't live. And therefore, you're experiencing what people ought not have to experience. That's the one side. The the group of people who chose to trust in something other than God. On the other hand, blessed are those who trust in the Lord whose trust is in the Lord. They shall be like a tree planted by water. It shall not, it shall not fear, or they shall not fear when the heat comes. It's about survival. It's about being fortified, being strengthened. This scripture does not say you won't go through some tough times. It says if you are trusting in the Lord that you will have the strength to endure tough times. Uh, When the heat comes, it says, they endure. They make it through. When the leaves are on the tree, they remain green, not forever, but for longer than they would otherwise stay green because the tree is being planted in the right way. The tree is being planted in the right place. In the year of droughts, the tree is not anxious. It keeps bearing fruit. How then, if we've got this choice, do we choose what we've been choosing? It's as clear as day. It's just broken down just in a few verses. If you do it right, you'll be strong. If you do it wrong, you'll be weak. If you do it right, you will endure. If you do it wrong, you will perish. It seems a simple choice. Why would we choose wrongly? Well, verse 9 says, the heart is devious above all else. It is perverse. Who can understand it? Now, sometimes we plug in some body parts and give them some character that's not what, that's really not what a heart does, but your thinking is subject to deception. That's where they're saying the heart is devious. It's perverse. You fall for some wrong information. And so we've got what looks like an obvious choice, but we're choosing the wrong way. On the other hand, I, the Lord, test the mind. I search the heart to give to all according to their ways, according to the fruit of their doing. It's not a reward system on God's part. God is saying this is the right way to do it, and if you do it this way, you'll have better results. It's not works righteousness. It's not God's favoritism. It is God sharing freely with everybody what will work and what won't work, and if you choose it the wrong way, don't say God cursed you. God will, under some circumstances, curse you, But if you 
If you were to take a math exam and they taught you how to work your problems correctly and you chose to work them some other way, your score will be low, but not because the professor or the instructor is mad with you, but because you chose not to follow what works. Trust in God like a tree planted by the water. Now, trees, I, I called up some of my friends who are trees to ask what, what they use to make this thing happen. They gave some advice. They said, well, because of our strength, because we are rooted, we can endure major challenges. We can count on God's deliverance. And just like people, we are responsible for our choices. The trees showed what they were capable of back in 2003 when we were in Lexington. There was a historic ice storm and tree branches and tree limbs were strewn across every major street in Lexington, Kentucky all through the night what sounded like gunfire was really tree branches cracking and breaking off of the trees. And it looked the next morning like Lexington's beautiful scenery would never be green again. In fact, it looked for a little bit like we'd never be able to pass through the streets of Lexington again with all that foliage strewn across the way. Well, God was doing some God stuff. As it turns out, when it was time for trees to put on their colors in the fall, it turned out that God had simply broken away all of the weak wood, all of the dead wood. God had come into the garden and pruned the trees, and the trees came back stronger than ever after that storm. Now, some of the trees out there that didn't make it, we've been reading about. They turned, they didn't turn to the wrong way. Trees don't make moral judgments, but they had lived through their useful life. And a funny thing about plants is sometimes a part of your plant is sick but doesn't have the grace to go on and die. And so you water your plant, and you've got this bad part of the plant drinking up the water in order to make the whole tree strong, in order to make the whole church strong, in order to make the whole person strong. You've got to clean it up so that it is possible to draw from the deep water, to drink from the deep planting that trees are known for. But trees do more than drink water. Trees do more than drink water. Another thing besides drinking the water from down below is trees like to reach up and, sit and drink in some light. If you've ever driven through the highways, you see trees, some trees so desirous of light 
that it looks like the tree is sticking out of the side of the mountain because bigger trees are blocking the light from above and so they lean out off the side of the mountain and it it really looks like some of those trees are growing sideways doing whatever it takes to get the light that God is providing for them. What would it be like if church members worked that hard to find themselves in the light of God? Like a tree. What would it be like if church members like trees dug down as deep as they could dig to get that nourishing spiritual water that God's providing for us. What would that be like if we would work as hard as trees work to get the blessings of God? Well, I thanked my friends who were trees and and told them I'd pass some of that information alone, and I made them a promise. I promised them that in order for me to get more fully blessed by my God, in order for me to be more fortified going into struggles and tough times, from this day on, I'm going to live my life like a tree, especially a tree planted by the rivers of water.